0: N-E-T-S-U-I-T-E dot com slash W-T-F All right, let's do this. How are you? What the fuckers? What the fuck buddies? What the fucking ears? What the fucking What the fuck is happening? Huh? How? Uh, come on. What's going on? I'm Mark Marin. This is my podcast, WTF. Uh, today on the show, David Ayellowo. I, I want to get that out right away because I don't know if I'm going to pronounce it right throughout the rest of the broadcast. I, uh, I just watched him pronounce it on a bit of video uh, to make sure I knew how to pronounce it. Ayelowo. David Ayellowo. Okay, so he's he's on the show. He's a, I'm going to be talking to him. We had a very lively conversation. He's a he's a talker. He's a he's a he's a great guy, and uh, we're going to be talking about his uh, his new movie Gringo a bit, but uh, mostly about his life and about where he comes from and the roles. And it was it was good. I've been talking to a lot of actors lately. What 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 can I tell you, huh? And you know, I, and because of as you know, because I've done a little acting myself recently it's uh it's always helpful actually to talk to actors it helps me it's my you, you have to indulge me my uh, acting classes here on the air so what is happening people well that oh come on you, i i've been so good about turning my fucking phone off did you guys hear that okay hold on it's my realtor my realtor is coming over it's happening though the garage is not empty yet I, I'm still like holding I'm still in denial or something there's I've done nothing in here it hasn't happened yet but the plan is I'm gonna start uh, I'm gonna start recording in the new space um, maybe next week I mean that's sort of the plan I, I, if I have a realtor coming over and I'm about to do paperwork and sell this house I guess I got to get out of here I gotta pack it up. Been looking at these books, man. Been looking at these books. I'm just like, every time I look at them, I can see the ones that are going, but I can see the ones that are staying, and I'm very excited to get them organized. I think that's why I'm, I, I'm, I moved. It's just an excuse to get organized. And then the other house is bigger, and I still, I, I've, I've stalled on all levels here in this uh, transition process. But I gotta get out. I gotta get on with it, folks. I have to get on with it. You know what I mean? Come on here. I want to read an email to you because I thought it was um, I thought it was sweet. I thought it was sweet. David a Is going to be here soon. Oh, I'm getting I'm nailing it. I think I'm nailing it. Okay. Subject line. Your guitar playing. Hi, Mark. I just wanted to send a quick email to say Thanks. For the guitar playing you do at the end of most episodes. I have a 17 month old and we recently had him evaluated to see if he is delayed in certain ways. It turns out he is delayed in speech, which isn't the biggest deal as long as we address it now. But they were a little worried that he could be possibly delayed in other areas. One of the things we were told to look for was to see if he likes to dance to music. I've been trying everything, kids music, nursery rhymes, classic rock, jazz, etc. to no avail. Well, we were finished finishing up lunch the other day while listening to your podcast in the background and he started dancing to your guitar playing (laughs) that's so that's very that touches me i replayed you playing several times and he danced to it every single time now my husband and i go back through old episodes and fast forward to the end so baby henry can dance apparently your guitar playing is the only thing that makes him want to move well, that is that is a testament to my expression, and I appreciate that. Uh, and then she says, "I just wanted to say thanks, and I just love your show so much. Thank you for everything." That's from Maureen. Uh, well, thank you, Maureen. I'm happy. I'm glad I helped out with the kid. I'm gl- I'm glad that my guitar playing has uh, those raw feelings. I'm glad I'm tapping into something so uh, primal and young. It makes me happy. I, I love I love that email. I love it. I'm the only thing. My guitar playing is making that kid dance. He gets through. It gets through to that kid. That is so nice. So sweet. Oyelowo. David Oyelowo. I, I, I think, I, am I holding it? Is it staying? Is it right? Is it true? Is it, is, it, am I, is it happening? So folks, I don't know where you're listening. I don't know what you're up to, but uh, I would like to promote my Europe dates. If I could, I'm going to go to my website right now and I'm going to look at the, those dates specifically. Uh, I'm going to go to wtfpod.com, and I'm going to go to tour and I'm going to push tour and I'm going to see, oh, the ice house. I'm I'll be there Sunday, this Sunday again, seven and nine. I do not know if there are tickets for that. That's here in Pasadena, April 16th, Royal Festival Hall in London, April 19th, China Theatern, Stockholm, Sweden. April 22nd, Folk et Tirtatret. I don't know. Folk E Tirtret, Norway. April 23rd, Royal Theatre, Royal Theatre Kare, Amsterdam in the Netherlands. And April 26th at Vicker Street in Dublin, Ireland. Uh the shows at the Ice House were very good last weekend. I riffed out some stuff, worked out some things, despite my insanity. And my, uh, my whatever nervousness or my beating myself up or whatever. We had great shows and, uh, I want to work through some more stuff or tighten up some stuff and a lot of new stuff, uh, will be happening. Most of it was new to be honest with you. Um, I was sort of surprised, but that's happening at the ice house this Sunday Oh yellow. Huh? Let's just do that now. Can we just get on with it? We can, right? I've chit chatted enough. Haven't I? So David Oyelowo, uh, he's got a new movie, Gringo, which, oh, oh God. which is in theaters tomorrow, March 9th. Um, and he, he's been in a lot of movies, Selma, notably. But uh, it, was, it was great to talk to him about his life, where he comes from, who he is, and uh, his journey as an actor and a human. And it was, uh, it was fun because he's, he's, he likes to talk. And that's always good for me. It's good when you can engage, you know, and he's, uh, what am I just going to sit here? I don't need to burn any more time. Let's talk to David Oyelowo Podcasts now. You live out there in the valley, huh? I do. Uh, I do. Yeah, in Tarzana.
1: How my, long have you lived out there? My wife and four kids. Four um, kids. Yeah.
0: Four. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. A, yeah, yeah. A, on purpose. Four. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yes, Good. yes, I have, uh, I have, uh, three boys and a girl and, um, was yeah.
0: The, was the girl the last one? She was. Oh yeah? Was she that was. what you were trying for? Did you know you... what? I was happy
1: with three boys and yeah. we just felt, we just knew it was going to be a girl. You did? Yeah. Ah. And so we got our Zoe.
0: She's going to be a tough girl. She, you know what? <laughs> the amazing thing though, yeah. is that
1: she's she has three bro- brothers and she's a girly girl
0: Uh uh-huh she's
1: not um
0: overcompensating maybe maybe a lot of pink
1: (laughs) yeah a lot of barbies in the house but um but no she's very very lovely but yeah the valley we started in studio city when we first moved here
0: how long you been here
1: and uh nearly 11 years oh really 11 years in may so when studio city sherman oaks tarzana
0: Uh uh-huh yeah we just kept on having children oh uh (laughs) i (laughs) <laughs> finding the bigger space. Yeah, more space. Pretty soon you're just going to be on the edge of the desert. Yes. You're going to have the, the entire Death Valley. To... Well, I think we're kind of good now. I think oh, good. Four, 4 is
1: where we're going to, we've done our bit for humanity. And
0: you like it out there? I mean, I don't. I have no sense of Tarzana. Zero. It's very nice.
1: It is. It is very, very nice. Lots of space and, and it, you get away from the craziness.
0: And you're on this side, so this wasn't that bad a drive, right? No, no. You just it's, come it's, over on the highway, you don't have to go over any mountains. Exactly. It was yeah. pleasant. So, the last time I saw you, oddly, well, outside of watching that movie last night, was uh, I saw the uh, production of Othello oh, in wow. New York City. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, great. I went and saw you do that. And I have wow. to credit you with it. It was a great job you did you. Uh, as Othello. But I, I've had many great Shakespearean actors in here. Well, two. I've okay. had McKellen in here oh, wow. and Patrick Stewart in here. Okay. And McKellen sat there. And uh I think he's he's a sir, right? Yes. Right. So he sat there and like cuz I I have hard time with Shakespeare. Okay. Paying attention. You're Not alone. No, I know. I yeah, but like, just it's but it's really about cuz people say what great stories they are and I'm like right. I can't get past the language. I know. It's but, dense. But my compliment to you is but Mc, what I was saying is McKellen did a, a monologue for me right there. Oh wow. And it, it kind of went in. Oh wow. It was very affecting. It, it took a it took a, it had an effect on me, but okay. I I followed Othello because of your production uh, better than I have any Shakespeare.
1: Oh, wow! Well, like I, well, that's good.
0: Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Well, they made it a contemporary setting. Yeah, it was a barracks. Yes. And the space was small.
1: Yeah. And it wasn't precious. You know, our, right. our director, Sam Gold, I think, did a great thing of making it feel incredibly visceral and pacey and in your face. And, you know, it was 200 people in that t- tinderbox of a yeah. theater. So there was no It was really escape. a tinderbox. Like yeah.
0: There were moments where you're like, I hope there's no fire.
1: <laughs> it was literally yeah. dry
0: wood. How, how are we going to um, get out of it? Yeah, there's plywood everywhere. Yeah yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly right. No, I loved doing that that production. Daniel Craig, who played Iago in that production, and yeah. I just we literally made a pact that every night we would try and kill each other. Just really? To see if we could if we could actually just end on, really? on the stage without yeah.
0: actually killing each other
1: with without preferably not actually doing it but yeah. to come down near to doing it.
0: Yeah, um, it yeah it's it's weird that like i was very involved in it and i enjoyed the acting and the feeling and the excitement and the intensity and the violence of it but i'm not sure i could t- i could tell you what it's about right like to, if you ask me what is the storyline of othello uh, I would be like, I, it's complicated. It is complicated,
1: though. <laughs> it is complex. But did you feel
0: oh, yeah, the I byproduct of
1: jealousy? Yes, yes. And oh, what, yeah. And yeah. what? And what? That the 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 diseased mind, right. or, or the diseasing right. of the mind yeah. that comes with jealousy. And then
0: the people feeding the jealousy.
1: Exactly. Oh, you yeah. got the play, Mark. Oh, yeah. No, no. Completely no. got the.
0: Play. Sure, I've got, I got the sort of universal uh, kind of humanity of it, right? Y- right. You know, but uh, are you talking plot now? Yeah, plot. Oh, okay.
1: Who cares about the plot? <laughs> Did you feel, Mark? Did I we felt, make you feel? I felt- that's yeah, all, that's I all. Did. That's all we needed. I felt to like do. you
0: were in a, in trouble. I was in I was in deep <laughs> trouble, <laughs> deathly yeah. trouble. Uh, what's that guy's name? Sam Gold. He directed it. Sam Gold. Yeah. It, what's, he's directed other things too, yeah. right? I feel like I know Fun him. Fun Home. He did uh-huh. as well. He just did
1: a uh, Hamlet with uh, Oh right, um, uh, Oscar Isaac. Right. And uh, yeah, he's, Oscar he's Isaac. Yeah, yeah. You
0: yeah. worked with that guy in a movie.
1: Yeah, most violent. Yeah. I, I
0: didn't know what that movie was about either. You didn't. You didn't. Not but really. But did it make you feel, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> it did it did there and, you go and, and i'm so no done. dummy i'm no dummy <laughs> you know but the movie had sort of a pace to it yeah where you know I'm sort of like, wait, What is? Am I missing something? Right. It had that kind of like intensity.
1: It was but, a slow. It was a slow burn. Yeah, I guess movie. that's a nice
0: way of putting yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I, everyone looked good. And thank you. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. Well, Jessica Chastain knows how to wear a coat. Yeah. And, and oh. fake nails. Yeah, yeah. She's an amazing actress. I think.
0: Yeah, I just saw her in a, in that movie, the uh, Molly's Game. Yeah, right. She yeah. is really good. She's fantastic. That's a big part that Molly's Game. Oh yeah. And that's and to do his sort of patter is no. It's tricky to make Sorkin sound normal. She
1: has range for days. You too.
0: You did. I watched Gringo last night. You're kind of uh a- the uh, the guy who gets beat up. I, the, I, you're the I, sad sack.
1: I have a lot of bruises <laughs> uh, given to me in that film. Yes, Isn't
0: yeah. like that guy Egerton, he's good too.
1: Yeah, yeah. fantastic. It's a great cast. It I mean, really Charlize is. Charlize Theron and right. Joe Edgerton, Amanda Seyfried, Tandy Newton, Shalter Copley, Harry Treadaway. I mean, you know, it's uh, we had a great time.
0: It's one of those movies though that's driven by. Uh, 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 after a certain point annoying coincidences <laughs> well but
1: you know but that's the thing about when we went when we went to do the film yeah. we thought how do you make these absurd situations feel plausible, yeah, and you have to kind of play them for real there's Straight, no getting yeah. Away, yeah there's no getting away from the fact that it's a caper and this guy's thrown into the most unbelievable right. circumstance. but you and I both know,
0: Mark that life is stranger than fiction. It, well yes, certainly it is, and if that was real life, there'd be real problems. but yeah. I, I imagine uh, I, but on some level, yes, yeah, there are coincidences in life, but not as consistently as ever. you know where there are lots of coincidences where Shakespeare yeah, really. He did, he did all right. Yeah. yeah, because every, there was so much words between them. yeah, there, <laughs> <laughs> very lengthy things that you don't even remember that it's a coincidence because you're sort of like, Oh my God.
1: Oh that's I'm so glad you sat through, Othello. I'm now realizing it was kind of a miracle that you were still there <laughs> after three and a half hours. Well,
0: I'm not like I'm not a lowbrow guy. I just like I it's I like I have accuse a accuse you of that much. Well, I feel like but I, I'm hard on myself. really? Yeah. I'm hard on myself about Shakespeare. Okay. Because like I, I seem to have committed to this um, this attitude about it. Whereas but opposed to if suffer- I really sat down and said, Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna really take it in. I'm gonna take a, gonna take a course.
1: I don't know Mark. I think you suffer from low self esteem
0: when it comes to Shakespeare.
1: That's what I'm feeling. That's,
0: well that yeah. Well thank god I think I'm fixed now. You know either for years <laughs> I was wondering what my fundamental core issue was,
1: <laughs>
0: and the answer was you got it there right away. I want to thank you for helping me out, and wow. uh, I That's guess okay. we're done. Okay, <laughs> it was so nice seeing you. See you at, the, at my Hamlet. <laughs> uh, exactly. Yeah, where I'll feel much better about Shakespeare. But um, but this movie, we might just well start be- with that because it's the newest movie. But this was sort of a comedic. Uh, uh, a little lighter uh, it, w- weird because it's not light, but it's uh, like the, it is a comedy kind of isn't oh, it? yeah, yeah, it's an action comedy it doesn't <laughs> One take of those. Itself, and it that's... doesn't
1: take itself seriously, <laughs> yeah, and I was really looking to do uh
0: something other than you know you don't want to carry the weight of the of the, uh, of the history of black culture of, of, on your yeah, shoulder? i
1: did I didn't want the the <laughs> weight of black life on my shoulders again, <laughs> um, so I decided to play a Nigerian <laughs> immigrant who believes in the American dream uh-huh, and uh, that dummy and and get so beaten up. <laughs> get so beaten up for it. Uh, so so yes.
0: And that that part was did he have you in mind or you don't know or were you just no, cast in that
1: no it w- it wasn't race specific when uh-huh. when uh, in fact the the actors they were thinking of were were very much sort of white comedic actors and, oh really and, uh, yeah like the regular guys the regular guys you, <laughs> you you could reel them off and I'll nod if you get them right uh, Steve Carell no he's too high he's too, <laughs> big, too <laughs> he's big too big what are you saying Mark <laughs> What are you saying that it could only be a smaller uh, a white comedic actor who I stole the part from? it's not, not smaller. I can get parts from Steve Carell. I, I believe you. You watch me. I'm going to text you. <laughs> I'm literally now going to find out every job Steve Carell is up for. Well,
0: it just seems like he's like uh, he's not going to do You're digging this ditch. I know. Mark. I know, you're I know, digging I know. this ditch. But it, well, I don't I don't think we should load it up. I just I couldn't remember I any I think Will Ferrell's
1: pretty hot.
0: Yeah. He yeah. was up for it?
1: I think, you know, I think he was one of the people who they had in mind. Okay. You know, yeah. a Seth Rogen type, a okay. Jason Bateman type. Oh, all I right, put, all I right. Put, I put them in the Steve Carell echelons.
0: Um, yeah, I, I would too. I, I think that Steve Carell, uh, now we're going to have a conversation about this because yeah. I'm, I'm still not willing to, to, to... You're trying to dig yourself yeah, out I'm, I'm gonna, and I I'm I'm admire it. that. I'm going to backpedal a little bit. <laughs> But it would have been interesting to see them uh, portray a Nigerian immigrant, which I would have liked to have seen. Now that I would like to see. See, like, because that's real. That's real risque comedy to have a Steve Carell play a Nigerian immigrant. Well, you know what I would really like to see? What the backlash? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> off of
0: that. For him to play the one white Nigerian immigrant in all cinema history. Can you imagine? Can you? Im- I think
1: Robert Downey Jr. and Tropic Thunder was the last one to just get under the wire. Before, before, uh, before the, the the doors came slamming
0: shut. I wonder, uh, but that, he took flack for that.
1: He took flack, but it didn't, the movie didn't tank and it's a great movie and he's great in I think it's a it. very smart movie. Yeah. And he's really funny in it, yeah. but I don't think that you could make that movie now. I know. I, I think, I think they would get butchered. What do you think happened exactly? Uh, well, I think outside of Trump. I mean, it's before Trump. Oh yeah, it was before Trump. I think you know when it comes to representation in in the movie yes. and TV industry generally, I think it just came to the point whereby people now have enough of a voice where they yeah. can say, you know what, it's not okay to whitewash every story everything and and yeah. then to sort of white savior every movie where you could have had the opportunity <laughs> to have someone who drives the narrative and sure. is the hero of the piece and then yet again it's going to be name an actor uh-huh uh, i want you to dig another hole
0: uh ryan Gosling, exactly yeah <laughs> You know, we 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 no one needs that. No enough, needs that. enough, Ryan Gosling. Enough of that. saving the day. I could take for all roles. humanity. Oh, do you sure. think? Do you think I couldn't take Ryan Gosling's? Role? I'm sure you could. Okay, now I'm you're sure. talking. Harry, you, yeah, d- I think I've won you over, Mark. No, no, i I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I you know I, I want oh, to good. I and I think that a lot of it has to do with not just voice but outlets too. You know, like yes. that that everything has become the movie the media industry itself has become diversified just by nature of outlets. Yes. So, like, why not more parts for everybody? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> There's more. No, it's absolutely true. There's more room to play. And actually, those big yeah. movies that everybody was complaining about, it's like. On some level, it's like who gives a fuck about right. the big movies, anyways? Right. I mean, I only see them if they come as screeners. Usually, if it's like a huge movie. Oh, you Philistine? I know. I'm the worst. Really? No. I said. Did like, you see Dunkirk in a theater? I didn't. Oh, Mark. But I would have, if what? I was busy. You, know, was <laughs> if you of, weren't busy. Yeah. I. You're right. I. I am a bit. I, I've gotten lazy yeah i've gotten lazy yeah i watched yours uh the one last night on uh some very small i saw selma in the theater okay yeah what was the last one well i saw that sophia coppola movie in the theater the okay. the last the one the bot be- beguiled i saw in the yeah. theater i saw um did you like it i did like it oh, i did but i did watch the original too and i'm not sure why she made certain choices i mean the the original was pretty horrifying, okay, and menacing. Okay. but I thought hers was very beautiful and focused, and uh, I liked it. Okay, um, I, I I I I have seen other ones in the theater. Okay, <laughs> when was the last movie you saw in a the theater?
1: Um, I went to see I went to see Den of Thieves in the theater. What is that? About, about three days ago, Gerard Butler action action movie uh-huh um, how was it
0: you like action movies
1: um i do like action movies yeah. um and I, I thought it was okay my friend mo mccray is in it um and he's
0: fantastic yeah
1: in it and uh yeah and stx who distributed or who's distributing our film gringo distributed it so well I, who
0: directed yeah. gringo he was like a stunt guy right
1: yeah nash edgerton um directed it and yeah he 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 was a stunt guy for years and then did these shorts amazing yeah. shorts one called spider yeah which is on youtube anyone can go watch it and another one called bear um and then he also did a feature film called the square which is really really fantastic yeah and um he has great great taste and he's one of those guys who he's good with action but he's not looking to just jam it in any and every movie he does it's sort of got to move the story along and yeah he's, he's a great director
0: yeah, there were some moments in that movie, Gringo, where you're like, oh, what's going to happen? Yeah. Then, yeah. Something yeah. exciting happens. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of want to spoil anything. but I uh, know.
1: There's a lot. It's a hard movie to talk about without spoiling it. Cause well, there's, there's all these big
0: know. things that happen.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: And uh, not great. There's a lot of bad people in it. A lot yeah. of bad people who pay. Yes. Yeah,
1: that's a, that's a mark of of Nash Edgerton's work. Any of his work you see, he he is very good with hubris. Yeah, you know, you <laughs> reap what you sow. <laughs> yeah, and uh, people really reap what they sow. Um, in this one.
0: So, all right. So let's go back now to Shakespeare and to the uh, humble beginnings of you as yes. a human. Okay, I can't believe you've been in in Hollywood for ten years.
1: I have now. Yeah, uh, May of 07 We from moved.
0: Britain. You moved.
1: Yep. 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 My and you're happy moved. about it. I love it here. I, re- I know. I really. People are so surprised when you say you like living in L.A. I really, really love. No, some living people in LA. love
0: it. The, the people love Southern California. Why yeah. do you think it costs so much to live here? I, I, I'm very clear that people love it. It's show business that people are kind of like. Ugh. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But I well, I
0: I live out away from all the craziness off and, the uh, grid in tarzana it
1: literally is might as well be beirut <laughs> let's face it um and uh yeah and you know my kids are doing very well here and, yeah like, the weather of course goes without saying is lovely i it, love
0: it where's your family are they in england uh
1: my dad now lives with us uh oh here, he's here, here too he, he's he's here too my brother lives in australia i have australia. One, one brother who still lives in london but we're all over there's the place.
0: three of you yeah Three brothers. Yeah, three brothers. We're in Australia.
1: Uh, He's on the Gold Coast,
0: Uh, the other side. uh, Yeah, yeah, the far side.
1: Yeah, the far side. Do you
0: visit? I haven't been. I haven't been. It's a Uh, long way away, Mark. I know. know. I think it's another year there. (laughs) (laughs) It certainly feels like that when I. Trump hasn't won the election yet in Australia on the Gold Coast. What? It's lucky. Yeah, so nice. But how long has he lived there? He's
1: been there about eight years. Oh
0: my God! And you haven't visited? Oh, don't be
1: like that he,
0: he's come he's come to see me you're right it's bad it's a bad situation. it is a long trip it's sort of like what what's there to pull you other than just family it's like what else am i going to do once i spent the 30 hours on a plane a family should be enough you know i had his uh, daughters there
1: my oh niece. yeah you're right I, I should go yeah you know what you're building my case now i'm i'm, I'm leaving yeah I'm you're going now plane. you want
0: to get your phone out and make a reservation can i uh yeah is but we you can wait you can wait till, okay. after. I'll wait till after but so but you didn't you did you grew up in Entirely in England? No,
1: I was born in Oxford, England. Oxford. Uh, then, then we moved to London when I was very young. And then we moved to Nigeria when I was six. And I uh, lived there till I was 13. But so. your folks
0: were from Nigeria.
1: Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right.
0: So why'd they move? Why'd they
1: go back? My, you know, it's a, Nigerians are very aspirational, and I think a, 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 a British education is something my dad really aspired to, and so he, oh, he went moved. and got it. Yeah, yeah, he went, he went and got it. But also, my dad's from a royal family in Nigeria, and my mum's a commoner, and so they kind of had to elope to get married, and they did that in the UK instead of in in Nigeria. So
0: wait, the Nigerian royalty had rules against the commoner situation well like? my
1: my mum is also she she was she's passed away now but she was Igbo and my dad is yoruba these are two different these are two different tribes yeah and both nigerian both nigerian uh-huh. and there was a real schism between the yoruba and the Igbo tribe it, anyone who knows about the biafran war oh. you know will know that you know, i feel there, like i should a, know well there's a lot i'm learning that you should know that you don't mark but that's okay.
0: but you're just learning it
1: I it's my history I should know
0: it. I know but when did you learn it?
1: I learned it because it's it you know my parents. But recently? Parents taught, recently? No. Or? What about the Biafran War and my parents. <laughs> I've known them a while. Okay, good, but. good. I'm um, just checking. I'm just checking. Okay, yeah, I was trying to You're right. You're right. My dad there are things that I'm I'm only just finding out. So you Are right. y- is that true? Yeah, he's very kind of laid back, you know. He, he in terms of our history because we grew up in the UK and now we're here in in, in America. You know, I, I'll ask things about my uncle. Yeah, and, you know, he, for, for instance, I'll say, oh, "How many? How many siblings did you have?" have daddy, I think I, was it eight or seven? Maybe ah no nine. No. <laughs> I cannot remember. <laughs> so, so I'm like, I can't tell if his memory is going or it's He's hiding just that, something. I don't know. Maybe there was some shenanigans. The, well, that's know.
0: weird when they get older because, yeah. like, if there are secrets, yeah. they forget to keep them.
1: Right. And, you know, like.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: no. Maybe I shouldn't ask. I don't know if I want to. It's the weird, answers. dude. Yeah. Like, they
0: get old and something will come out and you're like,
1: wait, what? Yeah. You, yeah with who I literally had one of those the other day (laughs) I was like so is it seven or eight right (laughs) Um, so anyway
0: well why doesn't he know was there was there a couple of different um, mothers now
1: now you're making me feel like I've got to ask questions no I don't think there were but you know what my my grandfather was the king of this region and traditionally, yoruba region uh it, within the, yes yeah. within yoruba lands yeah. a place called awe and um traditionally he was allowed to have several wives Sure, but he was the first in his line to become a christian and so he oh.
0: he don't say it like that mark it was, I, i'm i'm glad
1: that i have just the one I, i'm why do you why are you mother.
0: projecting uh, if, but what i'm saying here is that maybe you should Talk to him a little more. Are you, oh, you think? I don't. I you don't know. Think, I'm saying like you know, Christian's good,
1: but doesn't always do the trick. Oh, really? Your your uh was quite loaded. Hey, that what? that's why I that's why I called. Well, it I was just
0: like you know the old ways the new ways, and then the secrets, and yeah. then you know seven, nine. You, you think he was Christian-ish? Imagine. Yeah, well, yeah. May, I, look, I, what do I know? I don't. You know, I don't want to judge. What do I know? I'm just saying that I'm basing this all on the seven, nine, the nine. And, yeah,
1: you're, you're probably not wrong, and you're also ruining my childhood.
0: But this is things you should know. I'm here to help You're right. you. I mean right. we've we've already helped me a little bit. We've made, helped each I've other. I've been a humbled lot, I a feel. couple of times <laughs> <laughs> within this short uh, short conversation. I've made a couple of mistakes.
1: Well, you led with Shakespeare. What did you expect? Right. That's true. You went big.
0: So, all right, so he's living with you and you and he went okay, so he moved from Nigeria to to get the education in, in yes. Britain and he met your mother there.
1: Yes. No, they met she, my mom was my my uncle's secretary oh so your father's my, brother my my father's brother's secretary oh, okay. so he went to visit his brother mm-hmm. and there was this wonderful lady behind the
0: desk and, and that was that and that was that and that was history so yeah. but the 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 royalty of the yoruba clan or tribe was yeah. upset they weren't over the moon about him marrying an ebo lady these are elders
1: Yeah, yeah. Community elders. And it's just, it's
0: just, you know, it's that thing when people are feuding families, they don't even remember why. Right. right. And it's it's also modern times. Why are you still holding to this?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, this was the 60s, 70s, you know. So, and uh, it's just that crazy thing we do Irish, Catholic, Yoruba, Igbo. I guess that's true. Why? Human. I think the point we're trying to make. Yeah. It's human.
0: It's just, uh, yeah yeah well a- ethnicity nationality yeah these things seem to run deeper than you ever imagine it's true but the <laughs>
1: best part of us is cutting through that i find you know so my 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 parents getting married was a a beautiful unifying thing for two groups
0: of people who you know would otherwise probably not associate in that way well i, I imagine it would have been different had uh, christianity not been a part of it
1: uh, maybe, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. You know, my, my dad grew up a Christian and I, I guess compassion and looking beyond tribal traditions became something that, you know, he, he was more open to. So yeah. you're, you're absolutely right. So yeah. what did
0: you keep in, uh, in? what did he keep within the family of, of these tribal Traditions. Well my dad has
1: tribal marks on his face. Uh, so he has four slashes on his face and he has the word ballet written on his stomach. And, and the tattoo? In or a no in, in just cuts, uh-huh. little little blade cuts uh-huh. on his stomach. And the reason you have that <clears throat> traditionally is so that if you were to die in war, they know to give you a royal burial. So, you know, that's one of the things he has. But that thankfully stopped with him. I think if I had... He
0: was the last guy?
1: He was the last in in, in my line. I think... You know, eight yeah. slashes on my face would have no. curtailed the acting
0: a little well, bit. Well, it would have limited your roles. I you, think you, so. You wouldn't be so confident about doing Ryan Gosling's part.
1: No, if no. Had, uh, I wouldn't be so front-footed about going after his roles. You're right. You are right. <laughs> I will give you that.
0: Front-footed. That sounds like a Shakespearean
1: word. <laughs> I just threw it in there. <laughs> I'm just showing off.
0: <laughs> front-footed. <laughs> I like it. See, like, I if if you just choose those old words, like you know, like uh, carefully, they have a lot more punch when there's as opposed to strung together with nine other uh, adjectives and. Yeah. Well, but that's the thing with Shakespeare.
1: He, he, you know, he, he the, his vocabulary is five times the vocabulary we, we use now. And I he know. W- he invented a lot of words. That's that it, both of those sentences just made me tired. <laughs> I'm. I'm, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm how did you get through Othello? i phoning Daniel
1: Craig afterwards and saying we did a miraculous, you did thing, do a miraculous when thing when
0: Mark came. And Rachel Weiss, 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 Rachel was, Weiss yes. his wife, yes. was there that night, ah. as was Francis McDormand. Do you oh, remember yes. this night?
1: Yes, I do remember
0: this night. I was night. there that night sitting behind Francis McDormand going like, that's the back of Francis McDormand's head. Wow. Yeah. Is that
1: what broke it up for you, the fact that you were staring at Francis McDormand's A little head? bit.
0: I think that might have kept me awake. And whatever Cohen she's oh. married. Okay. too she was with oh is it ethan or joel uh i'm the not tall sure. one i'm not sure <laughs> the, the, tall the, the tall cohen right uh but i just met her at the thing were you at the thing the other night what the was that? What uh was the sag thing? awards i wasn't at
1: the sag awards mm. i was at the pga awards the night before oh good but not the sag awards yeah
0: i met yeah. her there and now yeah. we kind of know each other
1: oh well so that's good
0: it's nice when those people when you find out they know who you are for me, it's exciting.
1: Did you tell her that you stared at the back of her
0: head? No, I tried. I didn't, I didn't think that was a good opener. I didn't think she knew know me, and I introduced my. I was about to introduce myself. She's like, "I know you. You're great on the show. You're oh on. wow. Yeah, so that, that was, was nice. nice. But yeah, I mean, everyone knows you. You were you know, Martin Luther King. Well, okay.
1: <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, she was very nice when she came to see the play. That really took me aback. Oh, yeah, I she bet. She was quite a few It's steps. like
0: winning an award, isn't it? When it she it says is winning an award. When that's said,
1: the award you want to win.
0: Right. That's what, When I was at the SAG yeah. Awards and she said, I loved your work on Glow, I'm like, I guess I did win tonight. Uh, oh, yeah, big
1: time. God, big time. Were you up for an award?
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. I was up for uh, Best um, Actor in a Comedy, Male Actor in a Comedy TV.
1: Was that for Glow? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Bill
0: Macy won. He no, he had it coming. He's aight. right. Yeah. He's aight. He's been working a long time. He has. You know, but you
1: are very, very good in that in that show. <sighs> but I mean I you're you're quite the irreverent
0: Yeah. I mean you're a bit mean. Yeah. Yeah. You, it's, a, no it's filter. No, it's yeah, it's a, there are moments there where it's sort of like oof like you know, where you shoot the scene and you gotta run up to the girl afterwards and be like, Okay, you okay? Everybody Oh, really? okay? oh good. So, That's so, kind of glad yeah. to hear because I, I
1: I'm going to throw it in again. You're very front-footed with that performance when well, you're
0: going after those girls. Sure. Well, I think it required that. Yes. It, requir- it required the front-footedness. Yes. And, uh, and it also required me not finishing scenes going like, that felt good. You know, like, I, <laughs> like I don't... <laughs> Like, it was not... I didn't want to, like, necessarily stay in character off stage. Right. Yes. I would advise women you
1: do not do that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that would be a bad thing.
0: So, uh, so all right. So, so, you go back to Nigeria at what age? Uh, at six. Because I just want to know some things, because I have no idea mm-hmm. what Nigeria is like. And now, like, now we know we've got... You come from two tribes. Yes. And, and Jesus. Yes. And... Uh, <laughs> There's scarification involved. Yes. There's a royal burial, burials happening. Yeah. So when you go back, how old are you? You're six? I'm six. And like you were going to prep school in England? What-
1: what, what uh, no, I was going to a very normal school in England, and then I went to a, a, a very posh schools in in uh, in Nigeria
0: because of the royalty.
1: Because, yeah, you know, my you my had... family had a certain stature, which is probably why we went back as well. Things were getting a little tough in in England. You know, I lived on a yellowo street in uh-huh. the family compound and all that cool stuff.
0: And uh, what in Nigeria? In Nigeria. yeah. So, what was wrong? What was going in on in Regos. England? um
1: to be honest a lot of racism you know no well, my dad had <laughs> i know it's shocking oh my god i know we haven't heard that word Lately. in decades no. um thought it was over here in america yeah. i know if only um no he had hot coffee spilt in his face and people just because he had Ni- he was nigerian because he was black you know and trying to get ahead for his family and and you know getting work was, but oxford's not like thing. a
0: working class.
1: No, we had moved to London. Oh. We had moved to South London after at, at, at the age of two or thereabouts. Yeah. And so we moved to Nigeria. But then, lo and behold, a, a very corrupt military government came into power. And then uh, it became untenable to live there as well, so we moved back to the UK when I was thirteen.
0: See, that fascinates me. I talked to uh, it fascinates me in the sense that how you know entitled and naive I am as an American. Really, I can't speak for all Americans. Mm-hmm. That that people like I talked to Raoul Peck, right? And uh, great director, a great, and you know, a great mind and mm. a real a real fighter, a real activist guy. Mm. But like where he comes from, you know, in Haiti, you don't. You, you're born into activism. You, right. you don't. It's right. your life. Right. It's not sort of like I'm going to now do this. Right. It's right. like right. it's what you do. Yeah. 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 And the idea of uh, you know a military dictatorship just happening. Right. You know we're we're dealing with uh, you know a wannabe dictator and it's completely disruptive right. and it's terrifying us. Uh, uh, we were terrified by our fellow Americans who right. we never knew. That there was a, as many of them as there are right. that are terrible in a specific way. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And I do. It just awoken it. Yes. And it woke us up to something different. But you know, but there's a level of terror here mm. because of the government that I don't know, unless you were a very sort of uh, diligent and and, and uh, uh, active you know, real lefty. Mm. It, it hasn't been this terrifying in my life, right? Yeah.
1: But the truth of the matter is, <clears throat> as a black person living in America, yeah, you always know and knew yes. those people were there. Yes. And what is kind of the the, the silver lining in all of this for yeah. me personally is that you go,
0: welcome. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Welcome to our live. Thank you.
0: Thank you for having
1: me, I uh, think. Uh,
0: <laughs> so so what do we do now?
1: <laughs> I know. This is the big question. Welcome to the big question, my friend. Um no, you know what? It's it's it is an interesting thing because even coming from the UK to this country, you have certain preconceptions yeah. about what the country is and what the schisms are, and it's not until you're here. It's not until you're, you know, Raul is growing up in Haiti that you can speak to the specifics of being in that environment and living here, you know, even in a very trite way, you know, the things I faced within the entertainment industry by way of prejudice and marginalization, it's very tough to to express them without just seeming like you're complaining or whatever, which is why it's been a, a very liberating thing for me to produce and, and to sort of take some power back. And yeah, just to actually find things I want to do and not wait for anyone to
0: and make them happen. And make them happen, even though it's very, very difficult to get them off the ground. But um, but I'm happy you know. for you because you know acting, you, you it does feel like you don't, you know. Unless you're one of ten people right. have traction or 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 you know control, yes, and you know it's sort of a weird position to be in. It's hard, like no matter how good you are, I would imagine you're still just working for somebody.
1: Well, that's the thing that 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 shifts when you are producing, yeah, exactly, and when, yeah, and 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 that's not a nice feeling, especially when inherent marginalization is a hemisphere that you're having to sort of. Uh, engage with.
0: It's it's interesting because there like there are people that I, I you know, when you talk about we, we started this conversation with the you know what I'm assuming was a military dictatorship taking over. Yes, yes, and you know you had to. I, I don't know how active the fleeing was. But was right. it, did you have time? I mean, did you?
1: Oh, oh, yeah, we weren't, we weren't sort of packing a bag very quickly. Right. It's just that, you know, it was a military government that was so corrupt and that corrupt um, attitude became infectious. So you couldn't, you know, you just have, you had police people just throwing up roadblocks uh, everywhere. And to get past it, you had to bribe them. And if oh. you had a certain degree of morality about you, you just felt, I can't go through my day perpetuating this um, corrupt atmosphere by paying into it. And so that was partly why my parents were like, you know what, we, we have got to get out of here. This is crazy. Um, you know and that to to bring it back to Gringo that's yeah. partly why I wanted to play him as a Nigerian immigrant because you know as I say he wasn't written as such but when Nash and I discussed it how do you have a hapless wide-eyed character who isn't just you're, you're gonna put him in glasses you're gonna make him fat you're gonna make him a, a bit nerdy of a, nerd, guy. a yeah. nerdy guy right. you can actually make him a real person who really believes and, and I watched my dad as an immigrant in the UK buy into something that every day kind of his faith in it was chipped away by the reality as opposed to his perception of what being in that country was going to mean for him.
0: It's a big deal, that reality versus perception thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it really is. It really is. And so for Harold Schoenker in Gringo, that's part of his awakening, is the fact that he buys into corporate America, the American dream, the his fact friend. that his friend, yeah. you know, who is going to help him climb the corporate ladder. A friend, as played by Joel Edgerton, who is very shady and doing very dodgy things. And then not till he gets to Mexico is his eye, are his eyes opened and he's suddenly being chased by the cartel, yeah. his bosses,
0: and an assassin. It's interesting that if that Edgerton guy's not careful, he's going to be a shady guy in every movie. He's good at it.
1: <laughs> well, he's not a shady guy in Loving. Did you no, see he's him not. in
0: that? He's great. He's one. But in uh, but in Black Mass, he was yeah great, great shady guy. Great, great film Ka- and wonderful front footed shady guy. Very front footed. He's good at that. He's good at that. He's a
1: wonderful actor.
0: But let's talk about this because I want to come back around to this uh, institutional margin- marginalization, especially yes. in show business, which is yeah you you, you know it, it, it's always it's been talked about for you know, for a long time. Mm -hmm. Like I remember Robert Townsend uh, did a film about it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Hollywood shuffle. Yeah. Hollywood shuffle. Yeah. So that, you know, and, and obviously before that, but that was really addressing it Mm. in a comedic way. The, the limited possibilities of black actors in Hollywood. Right. So when, and you talk about your father and that, that is more systemic, you know, marginalization of just, this is the way it is. You're Mm -hmm. only going to get so far. Mm -hmm. But like when you, When did you start noticing it in, like how did you come up as an actor? You know, when, when did you start?
1: <clears throat> well, in the UK, uh, for instance, uh, partly why I live in the States yeah. now is that, you know, as you know, in the UK, we love a good period drama. Yeah. And if you are going to deny the fact that black people have been in the UK for hundreds of years, then you're not going to put them in those shows. And a lot of the great, you know, Ian McKellen, Patrick yeah. Stewart, who we've already talked about, a lot of those great actors, yeah. they started in the theater, migrated to period dramas, which we are known to do uh, well. And that's Aunt how. On TV, and then it goes to film. And that's kind of traditionally how British actors become uh, known. That's the industry. Yes, that's the pipeline. That's the pipeline towards, you know, um, stardom, I guess you'd call it. And if, as a black person, that is not open to you. Because they're uh,
0: denying it. Yeah. They're denying that part of their history.
1: They're exactly right. Yeah. You know, um, and, and so then it it, it just, the, the glass ceiling appears very early uh, for you. You know, after you've done a couple of theater things, maybe a couple of TV things, and then it, you know, it starts to, 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 to get thin.
0: Where'd you train? Like, what was the process?
1: I trained at the London Academy of Music and Dramatic Art. That's Lambda. a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. yeah. It's a very good one.
0: And it, was this something your dad was excited about? No. Was no.
1: Why do you want to go and associate with all these promiscuous people? Oh, really? <laughs> you know, that, that, that's, that's, that was his concern? That's all, yeah, the promiscuity. <laughs> uh, um, but, but also, you know, for, a, for yeah. a traditional Nigerian parent, the arts is just not, you know, it's, it's engineering, it's lawyer, it's being a lawyer, a doctor, you know, it's, it's academia. Sure. Um, but he's very proud now, I'm, I'm glad to say.
0: Well, they're scared, too. Yes. You know they you know they know it's hard enough. Exactly. Uh you know as as anybody, you know right. but you know let alone I would imagine you know as a Nigerian in England
1: <laughs> you but know yeah.
0: they, you get into something that at least you can get a, a paycheck. Exactly. You know, something like a, stable a pension something of some reliable. Kind. Yeah, yeah
1: you know um but uh, that that was that's where his his nervousness stemmed from but but as i say you know with time and thankfully i i, I gained the kind of
0: notoriety that right him, right yeah fame fame yeah. he, he's willing to forego any you're married you got four kids he's assuming he made it through the promiscuous guy. part yeah yeah exactly <laughs> you know what i mean exactly but so so you go to the the royal academy and then What's the next step in, in the education? What did you learn there? Just traditional, like classics?
1: It's a very theater-based training. Right, right. Um, so, you know, you, you learn how to, this is going to sound pretentious, but you learn how to use your body as an instrument. Right. You learn how to be able to be on stage and convey emotion and humanity and story and language to a
0: 2,000-seat auditorium. There is... A difference between classically trained actors, yes, and and a method trained actor.
1: I would I would agree with that. Okay. I would agree with that. Yeah, the, the that's that. I guess is is the big difference between uh, American uh, sort of actor training yeah. and, and British is that you know uh, uh, film. Being a, a, I guess, a younger storytelling tradition yeah. um, is what has been embraced by America, and you could argue America gave to the world. Yeah. and so you know, method acting um, and and uh, that methodology. Is prevalent, whereas in the UK it, it is rooted in in the Greek tragedies and right. Shakespeare. Right. You know that's that's where you're coming from, and so um so yeah that was that was that was the nature of my training, and then that led to uh, me being at the Royal Shakespeare Company for
0: for three years. Does it naturally lead to that, or you got audition for that, or you have to audition? They, yeah, they, they don't just sort of pluck you
1: out of drama school. <laughs> go, okay, everyone from Lambda, now come to the RSC. That's not how. It uh, works. No, that's not how no. they I
0: refill it every four if years.
1: Only, yeah. Um, uh, but no. So I ended up there, and I, and I had some amazing opportunities. I, I got to play Henry the Sixth in uh, Henry the Sixth parts one, two, and three. and That was a big deal for me. Um, uh, no black actor had ever. Played a, a
0: an English king, uh, other for than the RSC no, before. Only, only black actors do Othello. That's what we have. Othello for the, was the yeah, black actor,
1: exactly, exactly. We'll, we'll we'll throw them that that bone. <laughs> that's,
0: that's the big payoff uh, for the black actor. But
1: yeah, but no Henry the Fifth or Sixth or, or Richard the
0: Second and you or did Richard III. Which I, is the Third, and I did it. Richard the Second, which is the one with the limp or the that's back. Richard the Third. Yeah, that's a rough one.
1: Yeah, that that'll that'll you'll need a chiropractor for that
0: one. I, I saw William for Hurt sure. do it in Broadway, and I didn't, I don't know what happened. I, really, I, 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 I know i know i was excited to see what you heard and then it was just at like what
1: point did you start how many minutes in did you start switching switching off thinking about your laundry list 37 <laughs>
0: 37 out of the 190
1: you had barely made it out of the first act mark
0: oh, wow Yeah, but i was younger and you know i don't i was just uh yeah. foolishness of youth well, i just didn't know what to expect i did right. look i try i try i love the trying well you know you hold on to the language for a while but if you check out for a minute you check back in yeah it's fucking over dude yeah you, there's a vigilance necessary to the attention given well did you notice what we did with
1: othello sam did a genius thing which is that the first scene was completely in the dark yeah and right, what that right. does is it Keys poking, you into yeah. the language yeah. as opposed to going. Oh, there's Daniel Craig, and right, oh, right. look at the set. Yeah, you know, you really you lead with the language, and so by the time the lights came on, people sort of were were less intimidated because they've almost had to to key in to as you would an audio book, and then oh, boom, yeah. they yeah. have the image. yeah. It
0: was great. Yeah. I remember Sam Gold is uh, is Baker's uh, friend, uh, Annie Baker. Oh, is that her name? I Annie, know. the playwright. He did the flick, didn't he? Yes,
1: that's exactly right. Right. That's exactly right
0: and that guy yeah, w- yeah the actor from the flick i think was yes in... he was
1: matt Mayer. yeah he's good yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he played rodrigo
0: that's he's right fantastic but uh all right so getting back to it so you you do the you play the king for the first time you're the first yes. black man to play these richards yes and how that go over the henrys
1: yes uh really well thankfully um, oh they were ready
0: they're like it's okay they
1: it's weren't okay. ready but thankfully the productions <laughs> were were good enough that people went oh actually we just liked the story and it's not you know i I wasn't again as as is the case with gringo i wasn't i look when i left drama school i literally every agent i approached with a, with a view of of taking me on i said i want to go up for the roles white actors are going up for yeah and some of them would laugh at me and say why i said because so often the roles written for for black characters are less dimensional And on the periphery and that's not what I'm really interested in. That's not what inspires me when I watch a film or read a play. I ideally want to be at the center of the story or at least have a degree of complexity that is going to make that's interesting.
0: Right. So so that's that outsider's point of view idea. Yeah. Whereas, you know, everything is going to be limited to to their perception. Absolutely. So, and then, like, and that speaks to the marginalization a bit, that if you're not working with, uh, with black writers or black directors or, right. or, you know, to a degree where at least the, the common experience can be seen in each character, right. then it's, it's going to be flat. It's going to be shallow. Even, even beyond common experience, just
1: attention to it. Because mm. so often it's not actually racism. It's just right. we it, project our own existence into the work we do. So as a writer, as a producer, as a director... Right, You are going to do gravitate towards work that reflects your own world. And, you know, this was born out when I first sat down with Nash, our director on Gringo. And he said, wow, I've been scouting locations in Chicago, which is where my character lives in the film. And about half the population seems to me is black. And I've not once thought of this character as being a black man. Uh-huh. And he said, and I know that's fundamentally to do with the fact that I'm a white man and and it, not until you've come in and helped me see a world in which it could be someone like you have I even contemplated it.
0: Yeah, that's interesting because you know, your character is, has m- the most depth in the movie. Right. Right. <laughs> and that's but that's not you're saying right, but that's that's not on purpose. You know, it's just that because of the work that he you made him more attentive, you had ideas about this character and he had a sort of personal history that that is reading uh be, as, as a character but not written into it yes whereas when he, no matter how good charlize theron is a, as an actress i've kind of seen that character before but you know the thing
1: though mark is that the character even before i came along yeah he is the protagonist and so that is where you want the most amount of depth and right. nuance no, I get, okay. and dimension sure and so But the really great thing for me is that I can come and play a character that you have very seldom seen on film. When last did you see a Nigerian immigrant as the driving character in an action comedy?
0: No, I haven't. Seen, I've never seen it. It's never happened. No, this I is, would know. Yeah,
1: uh, <laughs> you did your research. You know, I
0: yeah. I heard you that know. there was a, a Nigerian uh, man played the Henrys at, in Shakespeare. Oh, but, that guy. Yeah, yeah. He
1: wasn't very good. Yeah,
0: but he's like break <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's done wonders for him. But you know, I think I could have done that. No, better.
0: that's true. That I think that's true. That there were nuances to the the the, gr- the gringo character that that exist in you outside of the character. Yes. Yes. that you were able to bring to it. And yeah, I've never seen it before
1: well, this is the thing when we, when we just broaden the palette a bit. You know, it's the same thing with female directors. Men are phenomenal, and I've worked with a lot of great male directors, but women do bring something a bit different. And it's not that it's better or worse. It's just that it's seldom seen. And so when it's done well, when you give them uh, all the toys and allow them to go with their creativity, it's fresh. You know, Wonder Woman is fresh in the world of superheroes because you suddenly have of a female perspective, and you're going, Whoa! Yeah, because we've so often seen a different perspective. Sure. It was the same thing with Selma. You know, every guy. Oh, every director, I should say, who contemplated it before Ava came along was a man, and it and it took a very specific, more political, more cerebral uh, uh, point of view. When she came on, it be- the women characters became so much more nuanced. The emotion of what I got to do as Dr. King was so much more layered. And again, it's not to say that any of the guys' versions wasn't going to be potent and exciting and visceral, but it was just slightly different having a woman doing it and we just need more Different kinds of people telling stories, yeah, so we see all the layers.
0: Sensitivity is different. Yes, and also what I was thinking when you were talking about the other thing in terms of like, as people get older, with you know, with writers, yeah, uh, no matter who they are, right, and people in show business and directors, like, it, you know, the more you get set in your ways of life, the smaller your world becomes. So 100%. you know what your experience is when you come to it. You know, if you if you're a white writer writing for a black role, who a guy who who just sits and writes in Pacific Palisades, right. For the last 20 years. Yeah. I mean, what is his point of reference even going to be? Yeah. To make up a black guy?
1: It's going to be a regurgitation of what he's watching on TV. Right. That's what it's going to be, or perceptions of what Or something he
0: wrote 20 years
1: ago. Right. Well, it would actually probably be better if it was something he wrote 20 years ago, because he was probably more connected to the world before he became rich and lived in the Pacific Palisades and had less contact with humanity. That happens with actors all the time. Sometimes they're, they're... ability to express humanity yeah. diminishes with age because they are less connected to humanity. You've got to really yeah. guard that. You've got to take time off and go and just live and yeah. be with people. If you're just going from movie set to movie set, being pampered, surrounded by yes people, your potency as an actor, in my opinion,
0: will diminish. No, I, I it would seem to make sense, but... But it would also seem that with the specific type of classical training you have, Mm. it shouldn't make as much a difference...
1: I think there's something to be said for that because you know what? If you have given 500 performances of Henry the Sixth, where every night you have people's eyeballs on you and you can tell when they believe you and you can really tell when they don't, yeah. you have a muscle memory as to how to tell the truth as an actor right. that being on a set sometimes doesn't afford you because right. it's such an artificial environment. So yes. when you have that in your body, that's why our favorite actors are often those who have done great work in theater.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, the other thing I I'm starting to realize as I talk to you and and I don't I think I always knew it, but I I don't think I knew it in the same way is that it, you know, the the other voices thing in terms of even on international and I'm not just talking, you know, black uh women, but from all different cultures around the world that these stories from other places that are told from people that live in other places, mm. you know, is is essential to keeping the humanity of things you know, visceral and and, and fresh and, and challenging. Absolutely. Because like you just fall into a a, a hellscape of your phone.
1: Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's such you know? a problem. It's it really, really is. I mean, look, those phones and social media have actually done some great things in that we you know not everyone can travel but you can with this phone you can be in the serengeti you can see yes it's not the same thing as experiencing no i know yeah at least there's a way on your phone you can realize that people in nigeria don't all live in huts and are surrounded by lions which i have heard so many times said to me here in america as a perception of what my life in nigeria must have been. so they think of lion king they think of they think of, if only if <laughs> it's you know it's 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 mixed in with genocide mixed in with you know all sorts of hideous things yeah and but that's pervasive i mean we we really need education is so crucial i mean i talked to a bunch of young kids yeah and you'd say who do you think who is dr king and they say oh he he freed the slaves. Come on. I mean, literally, you would hear kids say... Maybe hey.
0: mentally. <laughs>
1: well, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Uh, partly. But they, they meant literally, yeah, uh, yeah. which is a problem. So, you know, but that's why when I go, uh, going back to as a producer, you know, I did this film, A United Kingdom set in Botswana and the UK and I really wanted um, a director of of colour preferably someone who had an experience of the African continent yeah. so Amma Asante who's Ghanaian who's also born in the UK was a perfect person to tell that story yeah. traditionally it would be a white dude from Los Feliz yeah. who, who, who would who would get to direct that film <laughs> who'd would get there and be like oh god it's so hot here it's and like, you know what yeah. every character in the film would be going oh god it's so hot and they would all be white <laughs> White dudes, while well, all of the black people are going, we live here and yeah. it's just fine. Yeah, and they'd be on the side because he wouldn't understand them. And right, that's fine. Yeah, you know there are there are stories I shouldn't tell, and it's not to say that uh, you know the white dude from Los Feliz shouldn't tell that story, but it's been that way for so long that we just don't have a different perspective. And you know that's something that is is happening a bit more, but it, it, we have to be vigilant and not have it be a, a, a just a
0: moment, but, but a, a movement that continues. Exactly, and I, but like the, the beginning of that for you was interesting to me that in how you talk about the British industry is that you knew this going in in a very specific way, that right. that the, the, the business was dug in, the representation of black people was dug in, the history of, of the theater and of England in general was dug in, and they have, I imagine, their documentaries on television and some TV and film projects that do talk about the marginalization and tell those stories, right. but it's certainly not enough to make a living.
1: No, and and it's and there are not enough people to fight the cause because all the people who have the the decision making power are all of a certain demographic. Until and until that truly changes, will it actually completely change? Now,
0: do you see that struggle in Britain as being you know unwinnable?
1: No, I don't okay. <laughs> see it as unwinnable. And I think we're actually winning. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm about to do a mini series of Les Miserables uh, playing Javert in, in that show. And it's for the BBC. And yeah. It's a six-part part, uh, drama. And it's exactly the kind of role I would have loved to have seen as yeah. a young kid growing right, up. Right. That would have opened my eyes to different possibilities. But they, they didn't exist. Right. I've, I've had to come and forge a degree of success here in order to be able to go back and... and uh, uh, be part of those opportunities that I hope will be part of the chain and also help facilitate forward. them like you exactly. have a voice in let's make this happen exactly exactly and I've been fairly vocal about it and I and I have no doubt that that's partly why an opportunity like this comes along and and I get to produce that I'm one of the producers on it um and that that also is is a very significant shift that's yeah. the kind of thing that definitely wouldn't have happened when I was younger uh, looking for for heroes and circumstances that would inspire me
0: yeah And so, but, you know, when you talk about Hollywood here, like there, it does feel like there is a persistence to the, the movement, both with women and people of color that like that, it's sort of like, you know, it's, we're we're not going to stop now. Well, you know what—it's important.
1: Also, we're seeing such systemic change yeah. with the Me Too movement right. going on right now, and and I do think that this is a moment beyond which Hollywood will never be the same again. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, I may have been reticent to say that a few months ago, but I really feel like it's with us now. This 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 change as it becomes to the marginalization of women and the and the mistreatment of women in Hollywood and and everywhere in, in, everywhere. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just kind of ironic and and probably fitting that it started within Hollywood um and has become pervasive. and I, I don't I don't mean it started. In Hollywood. I mean that this, this sort of lightning rod. Yeah, the that consciousness. Sort of, yeah, that's centered around the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. And it is an industry that has the ability because it it it, it curates culture. It yeah. forms, unfortunately, more, more sure. so than it should sure. the way we think, you know, because we don't read as much anywhere more. We, it's, we it's, just watch.
0: Well, it's well it's very funny from the beginning Hollywood's been like that. That there was these you know, three or four sort of like European immigrant Jewish people. Right. Men right. who 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 couldn't pass right. and did not fit in and were not welcome. So they're like, we'll invent a world. Right. Right. That, that will make America look like this. Right. This place where everybody a, a can live. A place where we can exist yeah, exactly. and thrive and yeah. be
1: successful. Absolutely. Absolutely. We built Absolutely. A, the
0: the the seeds of it were from marginalization.
1: Yes. And that's the thing. You know, every this is what we do. We we form a power base on the basis of being marginalized elsewhere and then we do the very thing that was done to us before we 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 formed a
0: power base. It takes some time.
1: It yeah, it
0: it takes some time to and, to uh, to, uh, and, uh yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's it's a it's a it's a it's a revolving kind of human human condition. But like I say, you know, I I actually, if you'd asked me this time last year yeah. about do I think good change is coming, I would perpetually say, yeah, I've seen this before. I've seen moments where it seems that way, and then we regress. I actually think, you know, as it pertains to female big, directors, big regression, as it, uh, <laughs> we no. it the, politically, we're in a we're in a massive regression. But I think that's partly why there is progression elsewhere absolutely are you, you know, kidding people yeah. are furious yeah
0: they're like are you
1: fucking kidding me <laughs> you gotta be fucking kidding me isn't it crazy that it takes that
0: though it takes for that people for that take to... it into their own hands yeah. and organize and and create communities yeah. as opposed to like i don't yeah. know isn't someone else doing something about that exactly do exactly. i have to get involved where do i can i just write a check you know what it's 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 ironic
1: yeah. and and we, we, we're powerful. laughing because we otherwise we would cry yeah <laughs> but it's true
0: it no, of course it's true and I, yeah. I don't i think that that part of of that if the system that we live in here yeah you know is able to survive this that's how it survives right and that's always been how it survives whereas yeah. in in other countries that do not have uh you know as Sort of, what do I want? Uh, Aspirational, a political system. Yes, that it's impossible. Yes, that tyranny uh, will always succeed.
1: Yes, yes, and you know what? And that is the amazing thing about this country. I do, I do think that that it was built on dreams. Mm -hmm. It was built on having a people who could dare to dream, and that was the thing that I just. It was the thing that wasn't in the script of Gringo that we were able to put in there. This aspiration, this. This wide-eyed aspiration of what the American dream could mean for my character as a Nigerian immigrant and how that bites him in the butt yeah. so furiously right. on the basis of the degrees of his trust.
0: I, I like the the way that you talk about, you know, with this character primarily that, you know, it, it's, it's starting to sound like Gringo might be the best movie <laughs> ab- about... <laughs> america <laughs> the struggle of immigrants and race to ever be made <laughs> we're gonna quote you on that that's no, no, gonna no, no. be on buses <laughs> I, I, i'm just extrapolating from these moments of excitement in the context of the bigger conversation when you come back to this it's it's not a it's it's a it's a uh an action comedy movie right. but when we're talking about it in the context of what we're talking about it's like yeah. this sounds like a very important film
1: it is everything <laughs> i do is important mark did you not know this have You don't seen my wife. Believe me, believe me. I was nervous
0: going into this.
1: (laughs) No, but I do. You know, to a to a certain degree, I do think it's it's pretty radical. I think personally, others may scoff at me to have a character the likes of which you haven't seen under these circumstances. Because it's one thing for me to get to play roles that Ryan Gosling couldn't, but it's another thing to get to play roles that not only Ryan Gosling could, but has, but for me to then be able to bring my history, right. I, my culture, I get that. my experiences, and the freshness that that then brings with a cast like Charlize and yeah. Joel and Amanda, right. and to see what that does, because that actually is the world we live in.
0: No, I think, and I think that's true, and it sounds it sounds like it should be simple right. in, in a way. Right. That, you know, why wouldn't we just honor you know th- the way things really are as right. opposed to fabricating right you know like and i i think that i i just don't think that people you know certainly the entrenched uh industry is not used to it right but but like for to do what you're doing which is to think through this character who is part of the fabric of this country right you know uh you know and a common common yes.
1: Yes. yes and
0: just integrate that yes something that like everybody deals with every day no matter where they're from really even if they hate black people right. they're dealing with immigrants or dealing they're they're you're, they're not writing the script hopefully right. but but, <laughs> but it, it is part of the fabric of our country and 100%. it's not represented
1: A 100% Mm. That's why I'm I'm just so excited about it. Because, yeah. you know, it's it's the kind of thing. It's a breakthrough just, for you. And, it is, and, and,
0: and, and when you put it into the larger context, it's a breakthrough. It is. Yeah, and
1: it is. And you only, and you know, when our trailer came out, you only had to look at the reaction from immigrant communities mm-hmm. to it because they recognize themselves in a way that you know everyone else is like wow okay that looks funny but you know people particularly africans yeah you know who live in like, whoa that's my jam we yeah. are going to see that you know because i truly believe we all go to the movies to see ourselves
0: yeah I think so. I I think that's why we do almost everything. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Have children. Yes. Find people that like us and stay with them. You're so right.
1: (laughs) You are so... I hadn't thought of it that way. Wow. We're just all narcissists.
0: uh, uh, Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Altruism. Because you you know you're a narcissist if you never shut up about your altruism. Do you know what I did to help these people? Right. (laughs) Oh man! Now I'm backtracking over everything no, I just I said. You, know, you don't strike me as the as the the narcissistic type. I'd, I'd like to think. But so is this going to be? A, are you departing more from uh, carrying the burden of uh, history? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, because the Butler Selma. Uh, yes. I, I didn't see Nightingale, but that seemed like it was a that was a beginning of the shift, right? Yes,
1: yes, you're right. That that was not written as 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 race specific, and so that was yeah. I I loved doing that film. That was uh. That was quite the challenge.
0: Yeah, you played... Well, it's interesting. The black nerd is not represented enough in, in no. film and television.
1: No. I, and boy, do they exist. Yeah. Uh, I know. I've met a couple. So, so yeah, yeah. 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 No, I, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to give them a platform. <laughs> yeah. um,
0: what... what uh, what did When you were in Britain, I just wanted to ask you, like, before you moved here hmm. and when you were involved, did you, like how much theater did you do? I mean, outside of Shakespeare, was there, is there something I know? Cause it is a theater city, mm-hmm. but was there, did you spend a lot of time doing like off Broadway type of productions? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like did you do all the plays that everybody does?
1: Like maybe not the ones that oh, everyone does. Were you does. doing Pinter?
0: Were you doing? I, I, yeah, d- I like, did
1: Pinter. That was actually at drama school, but yeah. I did productions of things like the God botherers and bouncers. Uh-huh. And you, you know, I did smaller plays in pub venues venues. Right. Um, I did a, a. I actually did a Greek tragedy called The Suppliants in a pub venue, and that's actually where the RSC came to see me, and I and I and I got got snapped up by a them. a pub
0: venue. Yeah, what is that um, exactly? Um, uh, like,
1: like a, a black box, like a bar, a oh. bar that sort of has a theatre. Oh, really? um, Attached to it, kind of thing. That's it's it's quite a, a popular thing in London in particular, and uh, but you know the tradition in the UK is one whereby you. you and it's less so now because you know UK has become basically the 51st state in, in, in many ways but when I was coming up as an actor yeah. you were you, you went to drama school and then you wanted to be in repertory companies where you got right. to stand in the wings and watch actors like Ian McKellen and yeah. Judy Dench giving these great performances and that was part of your training you wanted it to be an extension of the three years you've just spent at drama school yeah. and it, you know it was it's treated more as an apprenticeship that then leads into bigger and better opportunities. But you really actually don't want the big opportunities early because the way we all thought about it is you don't want to get found out. You want to kind of learn your craft so that by the time you have uh, more eyeballs on you, you can really do really what you're 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 doing. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, I, I I sought out those opportunities so that I could learn. I did Antony Anthony and Cleopatra with Alan Bates and Francis de la Tour Wow. And 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 got to watch them every night. I did a production of, of Volpone where Malcolm Storey played Volpone and it was extraordinary. You know, I, I was I was there at times where you had the Judy Denches and they would come back and do plays at the right, RSC. Right. And you would literally because because at the uh, in Stratford upon Avon, the the theatres, uh, the main stage and the and and a smaller uh, space called the Swan share a corridor. So you could literally, when you had downtime from yeah. your production, which you had a lot of when you were a spare carrier like I was in my early uh, years at the RSC, and you could just. You know, nip to the other stage, stand in the wings and watch amazing, (laughs) legendary performances. Just watch five minutes of it and then you're back on stage. Get a little juice, a little hit. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: you just, that stays with you for the whole of your acting life. I bet, man. It is interesting when you're sort of in the wings and you can see... Sort of the the, the machinations oh my of great goodness. actors. And you kinda get that you can kinda really glean something from it. And you see the nerves. Yeah. You see the nerves. You see great actors.
1: I had one actor who will remain nameless. Yeah. And the way he he manifested nerves was he would just fart continuously. <laughs> and I had to be behind him just uh, as we were about to go on stage. And it was farting and burping constantly. Wow. And he and just so nervous, and the, the minute he hit the stage, yeah, gone. Yeah, and he blamed it on you. Yeah, here comes Yeah, that spear carrier. <laughs> um, but but yeah. yeah, but there's something to be said for realizing that they're not superhuman. It's just about the work.
0: Oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah, well I, I know. I you you realize that more and more as you, you get along in this business. You're like, yeah. oh not only are they human, they're painfully human. Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> I know, <laughs> yeah. I know,
0: I know, exactly yeah. right. Well, uh you're doing oh, what is the officer of the order of the British Empire? Is that, is that like the one step shy of a knight? It
1: is. It and is. you got you're one of those. I'm one of those. I'm I'm an OBE uh, for services to drama. Mm. And uh, yeah, that was a real pinch me moment. I had to go to Buckingham Palace to get the honor. And um yeah, don't ask me what it actually means. Yeah. It's just a kind of an acknowledgement that I, I guess I'm doing something right. Baby steps. I'm starting with my OBE. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> and. But there were people who who had a problem with me being an OBE. Oh really? Yeah, because you know Nigeria was colonised by Great Britain, and and Great Britain did some real damage to the African continent. We're yeah. still dealing with the fallout from colonialism. Yeah, and so you know there there were those who said, should you be accepting um, an order of the British Empire? Empire being the the controversial yeah. word. And the way I see it is that you know my country of origin, Nigeria, paid in blood and gold and cocoa and oil. For what Great Britain is today, so
0: heck to the yeah
1: i'm gonna i'm gonna reap the
0: rewards you owe it to me you. and I would like some uh some all all those products I just mentioned I would like for a lifetime yes yeah I, I i wanted to
1: peel some of the gold leaf off of, oh, of, of my Buckingham God. Palace while I was there no um it's 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 all good um and uh you know i'm I'm just trying to do my bit to remind people of the fact that. You know, Great Britain would be nothing
0: without the rape and pillage of Africa. Yeah. All, yeah, most of Africa, India, yes, a few other places, yes. Exactly. Everyone had a piece of Africa. There was quite a few colonized, right? The Dutch, oh, my goodness. the French, the Belgians, the Belgians. Oh, the wow, Belgian. You want to read the Congo story? Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness, yeah, it's bad. When did? When was the last time you went back there?
1: I was in Nigeria last about two two years ago yeah yeah do you yeah, still have yeah. family there i do a lot of family is there. it great it is great okay oh, it's so so
0: nice yeah. well just okay so what what do we need to do uh you keep you know getting the interesting roles you should go visit your brother uh, yes. in australia yes I um should. i will <laughs> i will and, and uh, good luck on your your sort of journey to knighthood Th- <laughs> <laughs> thank you and don't give up on shakespeare mark i'm not i'm not good talking to you you too <laughs> That was fun. I like that guy. Uh, Gringo opens in theaters tomorrow, March 9th. Uh, Go to the tour page at WTFPod.com to get venue and ticket information for my A Few Parts of the World Tour, uh, which kicks off in London on April 16th. And uh, what else? What else? I feel a little nauseous. I'm going to... Am I playing? I'll play. I'll play.